You are now tuned in to the Addicted to Success.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next level game changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on Addicted to Success.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. I'm your host, Joel Brown, and today I am with the beautiful Ruby Fremont, who is a coach, a catalyst, and an igniter for self-love and achieving success. Now, Ruby, uh, you're gracing the stage in an event called Epic Mastermind in San Diego, April 7th and 8th with me. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to really highlight how awesome you really are and to invite you in to uh, share your advice with the Addicted to Success audience. So uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Ruby. Thank you so much for having me, Joel. No problems, no problems. You deserve it. So, Ruby, how did you get into the whole coaching game, the Catalyst Igniter game that you're playing right now? Like, how did you get into this and why did you get into this? That's such a great question. I got into this really inspired by my own journey. So, I've had a lot of struggles growing up and in my adolescent years, in my early 20s, I hit rock bottom so many times. And every time I tried to rebuild my life, things just never seemed to stick. And I found that in 2012, when I hit the lowest of the low, I was able to rebuild my life in a way that stuck. I was able to re-empower myself to create the life that I've always desired. And that's when I realized, well, if I can do this, if I can finally create this dream life, then why can't everyone else? I want to be out there and I want to show people how to do this. And it just really ignited me to pursue this passion of mine of helping people reach their ideal lives. Because I feel like so many of us settle for so much less than we truly deserve when we don't need to settle. And that all has to do with mindset. So my mission now is really to empower others through self-love, through building a foundation that is solid so that they can build their lives in a way that feels really aligned, purposeful, and good. Wow. That is truly amazing. That's inspiring. And you know what's interesting? I remember seeing a picture quote a little while back from J.K. Rowling, right? She says, rock bottom became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life. And it sounds like you mm-hmm. did just that too. So when you say rock bottom, what do you mean by rock bottom? Like, are you able, would you be open to sharing like what that, is, what that was for you? Yeah, I'm totally open. I, I believe that transparency offers a lot of insight for people. So for me, my rock bottom in 2012 That was me ending a relationship of four and a half years that was emotionally and verbally abusive. It was me realizing that I had an issue with drugs and alcohol. It was me realizing that uh, for all these years, I was really just numbing out and pushing away my depression and anxiety. My life was in shambles. It was complete chaos. And I just felt so alone and so incredibly hopeless. Like there was absolutely nothing I could do to change the life around me. And it was then that I was really faced with a choice, right? It's like, well, do I continue to partake in these habits? And do I continue to partake in the self-destruction and spiral at the depth of my rock bottom? Mm -hmm. Or 
do I choose to take different actions? Do I choose to build something different and at least give myself an opportunity to experience something different? Yes. So that was really what happened. Mm. Wow. Wow. So what were you doing around that time? Were you reading self-development books? Did you have a mentor? Was there something that was positive mm-hmm. in your life that that flicked the switches or was it like you, your back was against the wall and you just felt so much pain that you're like, this is enough. Right. Yeah. I was introduced to Gabby Bernstein at that time and I remember seeing her and it, it was in 2012 and that was when she was really just starting to gain a lot of momentum. And I was like, who is this woman? And I saw her live and I thought, wow, our stories are so similar. If she can do it, then I can do it. And that's when I started collecting self-help books. But what I realized was I could never get through a book. It just, it didn't resonate with me because for me, it felt too, um, almost like woo. Like it was just out there. I couldn't fathom being able to do what these books were telling me to do. So I decided to just start small. And what were things that I could change in my life that would start to make me feel better. And the biggest thing was really detoxing from my environment. So getting rid of people who were not serving me in the highest good, getting rid of habits that were not serving me in the highest good, and really focusing on that. And for me, it was, you know, I didn't have a mentor, I had a therapist. But therapy only does so much. It's really about the action that you take. So for me, it was just sheer dedication to the cause. And my cause was to create something different. Yeah, beautiful. So find somebody or a story that is inspiring to you that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. Start small. And Mm -hmm. really just go go all in on wanting to change, right? Like, like, get ready to change your life and, and make a make it positive in a way where it's like you're not going to be going through this anymore that you've had enough so yeah that's beautiful. yeah i mean you can't go half-assed you have to go all in you have to 100 percent, 100 percent. you know i feel like uh, when you're in a place like that you also need to check in with yourself and really say like you know how much do i really love myself how much do i deserve to mm-hmm. to actually be in a better place like how much crap have i put up with and and when is uh, you know enough is enough um you're mm-hmm. big on teaching people about self-love. So what are your first steps to self-love? My first steps to self-love is really to acknowledge and accept where you're at. Because for so many people, we don't acknowledge that we don't love ourselves. We don't even realize that that's the, that's the issue. We don't realize that that's the root cause. Because how often do we just sit around asking ourselves, well, do I love myself? For me, when I hit rock bottom, I came face to face with the realization that the life I created was due to how I felt about myself. I didn't feel worthy of having healthy relationships. I didn't feel worthy of having people who loved me or supported me around me. I didn't feel worthy of any of that. And so I constructed a life that really reflected the level of my self-worth. But for the first step really is acknowledging, accepting where you're at. So acknowledging that you do need to cultivate this relationship with self and that you do need to work on it, work to improve it. Mm, mm. So you're getting real with yourself <laughs> for once in your yeah, life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> for, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, Ruby, if you were to ask yourself one powerful question, what would that question be? 
That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, one powerful question would be, do I take responsibility for my life? Wow. Yes. I love that. I absolutely love that. I had a friend uh, the other day that was, you know, complaining about all sorts of things and he was going all in about something that someone had done and I think he had problems with a car and an accident and this and that. And I just said, look, man, in all honesty, like I know it sucks, but even when something happens to you, you have to take responsibility for you being the person in that place at that particular time for it to happen like that. And once you do mm-hmm. that, once you own it and go, all right, I'm responsible for, like, even if I don't like it, I'm responsible for this surprise that's happened in my life. I'm also responsible mm-hmm. for picking myself back up and moving forward. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. 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 How do we remove the uh, the lack mindset that so many people are living in? How do we move to abundance? That is such a fully loaded question. I feel like there's so much involved with that. And the lack mentality, I mean, for so many of us, especially Gen Y, Gen X, you know, we've been raised under this, um, you know, fearful beliefs, right? If you want success, you have to get degrees, you have to do this, you have to do that. Like it's, it's just been so black and white for so long. And I feel like this is the time now for us to begin embracing something different because when we're raised believing fear-based beliefs, it puts us in a position where we have no other way of thinking. It's just all lack. So for me, what I did to start changing was, I mean, things that are simple that really aren't that simple, gratitude. Now, when I say gratitude, I don't mean like journaling and writing down the things that you're grateful for. I mean like truly embodying Mm -hmm. gratitude, truly being in the moment, being present, being grounded, and being so grateful for every single thing in your life that you feel the essence of those things in every cell of your being. That's embodying gratitude. And that's the type of gratitude that can shift your energy. And then the other thing that I would add to that is really just getting a little control of your inner critic, right? So it's really tough to turn the inner critic off. I believe that we're always going to have these inner critics. But what becomes easier is our ability to manage it and to speak back to it. So when you hear your inner critic come up and say these lack-based beliefs, you speak back to it and you tell it a different story. Mm. You, it, it's telling you that you're not good enough. You speak back to it and you tell it, well, I am good enough. It's really just reprogramming your brain to think differently. And that takes work. It takes effort. It, it's con- being conscious of your thoughts every single moment of every single day. I love that. I love that. Like, so essentially what you're saying is like being more uh, conscious and more intentional. What would you say are really the keys for living an intentional life? It would be being present. I feel like so many of us aren't present, right? You know, with all these digital devices, we're always connected to something. We're always distracted, but we don't even realize it. So being able to like, even if it's just sitting down for breakfast, turning everything off and being there with your food, with, you know, maybe your partner, whatever it is, but being fully present in that moment and giving yourself permission to do so. You know, the world's not going to end if you don't respond to an email right away. 
that just doesn't happen. <laughs> so learning, yeah. learning to be truly present in each moment, that helps you gain back the power of intention. Yes, yes, 100%. So Ruby, I know that you coach a lot of people. I've seen you announcing it on your Facebook and you've got special coaching packages and um, you're pretty generous as well. Sometimes you do like a special where you uh, bring clients in um, for, for like a, you know, kind of like a pro bono session. Now, mm-hmm. what do you feel has been the biggest or the, the, the common pattern that arises when it comes to uh, issues that a lot of people have? Like what is the thing that keeps surfacing quite a lot for you uh, that you know a lot of people are struggling with that you know there's also an answer for as well that you might even be able to share that answer with us too yeah I think that the common pattern is really self-love and for you know self-love has become such a buzzword in our society and I want to really demystify what it truly means so self-love isn't just acts of self-care it's not just taking care of your needs it's about cultivating a deep loving authentic relationship with self it's about getting to know who you are at the very core of your being understanding your true needs your true wants your true desires Because for so many people, they don't even know what it is that they want in life. They don't know what they need. They're simply going after things because this is what society tells us we need. Or this is what they've been raised to think that they need to have. Or they see other people doing it. I mean, there's no purpose behind anything because they don't really have that relationship with self. So for me, self-love is the essence, it's the foundation upon which we build the entirety of our lives. And if our foundation isn't rock solid, the rest of our life becomes shaky and things fall apart. So to really unravel and undo and get back to that core essence of self-love and that relationship with self, that's the foundation of everything. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like people that don't love themselves are always looking for other people to fill their cup. It's like a half-filled cup ah. and they're looking for And then that that's dangerous because then you can't get into a great relationship with someone else because you, you mm-hmm. could end up being needy and needing that person quite a lot. It could be exhausting for the other mm-hmm. person if they love themselves and their cup's full. It should be like your cup's full and their cup's full and you overflow each other, right? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I mean, that was me, right? I came from that place. And that's why I put up with abusive relationships is because I was always just grasping onto whatever attention or love people could give me. And I mean, people don't just do this relationships, they do it with work, right? Well, I'm going to build my career and focus solely on this and sacrifice everything else because that seems to fill a gap. People use different things to fill those holes within them. Yeah, yeah. Such a great point. Ruby, what do you feel is a great practical uh, thing that people can apply today if they're just, they just have no idea what they want to do with their life, they don't know what their passion and purpose is, they're just kind of like, they need a good starting point. Do you have any kind of practical steps to get people on their feet? Yeah, so, so I like to say take inventory, take stock of your life and figure out what it is that you feel isn't aligned or doesn't make you feel good. I mean, it really comes down to, does this make me feel good? And if it's a relationship and the answer is no, then why are you holding on to that relationship? If it's a career and the answer is no, then why are you holding on to that career? If it's people in your life, then why are you holding on to those people? So really just taking inventory of the things that you already have in your life and asking yourself if it feels good. 
I mean, that's it's the simplest thing, yet one of the hardest things to ask ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> that is the truth. That is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ruby, you know, I, one thing that I notice about you uh, online in the online space, because obviously I haven't met you in person yet. Um, I will mm-hmm. this, uh, in a week, right? Uh, but what I notice is that you present yourself really well. Like, I feel like you have a very professional feel to how you present yourself to the world. Do you have any branding advice? Like if somebody's, you know, they've, they've, they feel like they, they love themselves, they're sure of what they want to do, they're at that kind of next level where they're ready to put themselves out in the world and mm-hmm. offer a service of some sort. It doesn't have to be coaching mm-hmm. like you. It could be anything really. Uh, but what would your branding advice be? It would be to be authentic. Don't try and be something that you're not. Don't try and position yourself as something that you're not. And don't try and do what other people are doing. Just do things that feel aligned to you and put yourself out there. Show up in the world as you truly, as who you truly are. Authenticity shines and no one else is you. Yeah. So just shine as the person that you are. Mm. Golden advice. Golden advice. So, <laughs> so Ruby, do you have any kind of rituals or habits that you have in play for yourself that you found over the years has worked really well for you? Yes. So early mornings, um, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this. Prior to 2012, I w- worked at nightlife. So my, my days were actually night. And I would get up around 10 in the morning. So now I get up at 5, 5.30 in the morning. And every day begins with me. And that's a habit that I have made a a mandatory thing. It's a necessity for me. Every morning has to begin with me. What can I do to fulfill my needs this morning? What can I do to feel good this morning? And I change it up. You know, sometimes it's going to hot yoga. Sometimes it's journaling. Sometimes it's doing both. I do a lot of meditation and prayer it's anything that I need to fill my cup so that throughout the day I am going into everything feeling fulfilled because I've already taken care of my needs. Yeah, yeah. It's a reflection. Like your your life is a reflection of your rituals really and your beliefs, right? Yes. You, you, know what's, yeah. you know what's funny? Like I'm getting this visual of how you were years ago and you sound like this kind of like rock star gangster chick. You're like into drugs and... <laughs> I like the nightlife. <laughs> and now you're like chill, like yogi style, like balanced self-love genius. It's, it's it's crazy. And I love it because it's like, it shows, it's such a contrast and it shows so yeah. many people that like within a space of like, it could be weeks, months, or even years, you can really change things around and you can live the ultimate life. You can live a life where you're happy and you're, you feel abundant and you feel fulfilled. And uh, you're just a walking example of, you know, someone that's put work into yourself so that way you can be of service to others as well. So congratulations. That's yeah. such an awesome feat. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ruby. So Ruby, let's get to know Ruby yourself. So what is your favorite music? What's what's in your playlist right now? Um, I love electronic music. My past life as a um, EDM promoter, I'm really into electronic music. It's just my groove. It's my jam. It's everything to me. <laughs> I, I, I actually get really lost in it. But um, you'll often find me working to some of the newest mixes and dancing in my seat. It's just what I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite color hair? Because I see you kind of switching it up here and there. You got the funky hairstyles. Yeah, it's pink. 
<laughs> I think I'll, I'll probably go to my grave with pink hair, pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, most inspiring movie that you've ever seen. What really moved you? Oh, even, you know... Or even I, a documentary too. Like, it could be a movie or a documentary. Because I know, like, you go on about the nerd love thing, right? And I know a lot of nerds love the, yeah. uh, the documentary space. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, a movie that comes to mind right away is Seven Pounds with Will Smith. Something about that movie and the selflessness um, in his character. And it, it just, I don't know, that movie really touched me. Great movie, great movie. Will Smith, a lot of Will Smith yeah. movies are pretty on point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Ruby, what about a book? Like a book that really shifted you? I mean, I know you mentioned Gabby's books. Are there any other right. books? Yes. Uh, the Four Agreements. It's. I mean, I will reread that every year. Oh, that's a great book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't picked that up, I think everyone should read it for sure. I, I, re- I think it should be mandatory life. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should have it in schools, right? In the schooling system. Everyone really? should read it before they, you know, head out of school for sure. Yeah. yeah. Excellent, Ruby. And now, Ruby, we're just, we're reaching the end of this interview. Uh, where can people find you online? How can they reach out to you? They can reach out to me through my website. It's www.iamruby. So it's I-A-M-R-U dot B-Y, not dot com. And you can also hit me up on social media. I am Ruby, and I'm found everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, at I am Ruby. There you go. Follow Ruby. All right. And Ruby, you're speaking, <laughs> you're speaking in San Diego uh, on the April 7th and 8th. Uh, can you give us some details on that? Like maybe a link yeah, or so, a code or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, so... Go to www.epicmastermindexperience and we're currently offering for our tribe $200 off a ticket if you enter EPIC197 at the checkout. But this is going to be such a phenomenal event. I mean, there are some of today's biggest motivational speakers and inspirations, some people that highly motivate me like you, Joel. Um, But the event is going to be amazing and super interactive. So you will leave having experienced a shift. Yeah. Yeah. And not only you'll be there, there'll be like Preston Smiles, Alexi Panos, Jenna Phyllis Ballard. I mean, there's going to be some amazing people. So uh, I'm excited. Like, I don't get, I don't usually get too excited about a lot of events. I'm like, all right, I'll go do my thing. But this right. one, I'm like, wow, there's going to be, a, <laughs> there's going to be an awesome click of uh, amazing millennials, up and comers. Like, really, when you think about it, we're like yes. the future. And I'm not trying to boast about that. Like, really, like once the older generation checks out, like we're up, we're right. up front row and center. So you want to come in and see like what we've got to to offer. Uh, the world so uh yeah ruby i can't wait to uh share the stage with you and i'm looking forward to seeing you next week thank you so much for sharing your words of wisdom with the audience uh yep like i said follow ruby and uh yeah reach out to her if you need any coaching services she's an awesome coach i've had quite a few people that have gone through her coaching services and they've said she's an amazing uh transformational coach so thank you so much ruby um we're going to wrap this interview right now with this last question and this question is if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world what would that last 30 seconds sound like? Mm. 
if you truly want to create change in your life, you've got to take responsibility. You've got to take ownership. You have to take ownership for every single experience that has led you to where you stand today. Because the moment that you take ownership is the moment that you gain power to create change in your life. So stop giving away your power and take it back by taking ownership and taking responsibility for everything in your life.